So the, the watch pre-orders are in three days. How do they only have three of these, like, whatever, 13 videos ready to go? That's what's I don't get that. I keep checking, and I feel like there should be more. I want to know how to do more things with a watch I don't have yet. It's pre-orders. Yeah, but You're not, you don't need to know how it works until you get it. I need to know it. everything! The video should be working now. That's all I'm saying. Like, the fact that they're like, well, we didn't know this was coming. Come on. Get your, get your together. <laughs> to be fair, they haven't figured out how to do all of those things with the watch yet. They're still <laughs> sort of right. muddling through right. it. Right, yeah. They're still they're still trying to figure it out so, themselves. I, okay. And you guys, I think you guys mocked me for this last time. But <laughs> we'll I, mock you for it again this time, then. Yeah, and I don't know what you're going to say, but yeah, probably. Am I the only one, honestly, who's like, boy, it's going to take a few days of sticking around on this thing to actually know the right thing to do at the right time like i feel like when i use my mac or when i use my iphone i know what to do but when i'm looking at these watches and i'm watching these things like oh, now you're gonna tap the screen and now you use a little scroll wheel yeah it seems thing. like just a lot of fiddly yeah well that's i think that's been a a potential complaint like that's sort of like been whispered about in places that it's not super intuitive i think that the issue for me is thinking thinking back to when i had a pebble was like the idea that i really want to use this device and yet it's not a device that you set out necessarily to use deliberately, like at certain times. Right. It's a device that you get prompted to use at certain points. But if I'm going to be like walking around, I'm like, I want to be like doing stuff with my watch. And it's like, but I don't have anything to do right now until like somebody texts me or somebody sends me an email. So I'll just spend all my time being like, email me, text me. I want to use the watch. Well, you can always send texts and also send your heartbeat. Um, That's all I'm going to be doing for the first week. That button, though, I think is weird. <laughs> I feel Which like at some point the button functionality is going to change. The the there's only one button. There's the digital crown, and then there's the button, and the button so two only triggers yeah contacts. The crown is the crown is also a button, right? Well, the crown is really a Siri trigger, right? Does it also is the it also whole a watch is a button? <laughs> Does the the crown scrolls obviously, and then you push it in to trigger Siri? Can you push it in for less and do something else? No. Okay, no. but I mean, I think it, it also works as a selector, right? Like if you yeah. use it because they show you using it. Doesn't it, you press it goes to the home button? I think it's a long press and hold is Siri and a single press, just like uh, the I home think, button yes. on your phone. I think that may be right. I think that's <laughs> See, right. See, we actually. need these stupid fucking yeah. guided videos to know how to use it. It's just like just like but it's just but at least it's just like the phone. At least it is the same as the phone. But I, I do I think it's weird that we have that right. that, that button it, is just for friends. And then there's and then there's a hard press. There's a press on the screen and a hard press on the right. screen. That and I'm a okay full with. cord press on the screen. <laughs> I'm okay with the, the although I'm, you're just never going to know which thing to do, or it's going to take a while to know which thing to do. Well, I think a lot of that is just like setting it up, though, right? I mean, yeah. some of it is just for like configuring the your customizing your watch face, and and then ideally you won't do most of that throughout the day. The um the thing where you can uh, this is, I, I'm glad we're not going to talk about the watch much today. But the thing where you can <laughs> we're getting out of the way up front. They, right? they talked about this, you know, on stage. I think the very first time they showed the watch. But I thought it was so smart that the Siri thing says, "Hey, you can either or the transcriptions. I guess you can either just send the text we've transcribed, or if it looks awful, we've done a terrible job figuring out what you just said. Just send it as an audio clip. I thought that was smart, and I want I want the phone to get that feature too. 
Well, you can sort of do that on the phone. You just have to be preemptive. Right. Well, so, but I, I prefer to type, right? Cause it's annoying to get those audio messages. Anybody I've ever sent an audio message oh, yeah. to, if I did it intentionally, it was like, that's the first one I got. Never do that again. Um, <laughs> I typically do. It I hate your guts. Uh, but if you could have, you know, the, we'll call it Siri, even though, but if you could have dictation, transcribe it. And then if it looked like shit, say, you know what, just send the audio. Cause you've really screwed the pooch here. That I think would be, I would like that on the phone. I think it's more on the watch. Yeah. It's called the screw the pooch yeah. feature. Cody loves but it. But it just but it but it prompts you to do to do one or the other. Yeah. Like, so on the watch you choose. Yeah. What do you yeah. want to do with this? Which, right, which and I yeah, I only think like you, I am never gonna want to send the voice. Well so but it makes sense, right? Because you're not gonna be able to edit the text. If you want to edit the text, you have to retranscribe. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, yeah. here you go. Send Presumably you can then so. listen to the audio recording on your watch. Like Yes. Well the watch has a speaker. You can see there's a <laughs> right, right. I'm just saying like how much of a douchebag you have to be to be like, Hold on, oh, I got tremendous. this message from Lex Friedman. <laughs> tremendous. Hey, it's Lex so Friedman. my okay, so my 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 hope is that basically when I get a text and I see it on the watch, I'm either going to be able to use one of the prompts, you know, one of the things that it comes up with, which you can like you go, can program go, you know, give too. me give me five minutes, give me five minutes, or yes, pizza, no sushi, whatever their silly example is. Um, and, <laughs> and the answer is always I, both. John, come on, it, yes, right. I, actually, uh, p- sushi pizza is really what I like, uh, but. Uh, and then if it has to be longer than that, I'm going to get my phone out. Yeah. Like if I can't, if I can't easily deal with it on the watch, I'm not going to stand there for 15 minutes trying to get Siri to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm not going to, I'm not going to dictate it. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Unless I'm in the, I mean, the only thing like, if I'm in the car, I might do it. Well, I mean, I, I dictate a lot to the phone when I'm sending text messages because as decent as I am at iOS typing, I would still rather have it transcribed for me. Um, so I could imagine doing the dictation to the phone a lot, especially because I have no friends and my phone is the only person who will talk to me. <laughs> and even your phone won't talk to you sometimes. <laughs> Here's my conspiracy theory with these videos. These, how many, these seven videos that still aren't ready as we speak. Um, I think that they're like, you know what? People like Friedman, not that they actually thought of me, but people are going to look at this and say, boy, there's a lot of different interface paradigms to learn about here. This is a lot. And if they posted them all at once, it'd be overwhelming. So they want you to just watch and rewatch messages, face and digital touch. So it becomes second nature. And then, oh, now, now that you get those, we'll show you how bizarre it is to place a phone call. That's my guess. I, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think that's much of a conspiracy theory. Honestly, I think that's probably accurate. I think they're doling it out in bite-sized chunks so that people don't get overwhelmed and feel like. This is clunky or this is really convoluted. You know, I think they I think they also probably want people to learn. I don't know if it's feasible to learn it intuitively, but they want people to like learn it by using the thing. Yeah. Preferably. Yeah. But but that's that's weeks away. That's smart. I believe that. Thanks. I'll take that to the bank. Great. You believe anything. Bank it. <laughs> Consider it banked. All right. Good show today, guys. <laughs> but we covered the burning stuff about the apple watch so are you guys getting an apple watch <laughs> i think I, I think i might i don't know every time i periscope which is another thing we could talk about again every uh, time uh, i periscope somebody asks me first everybody asks me about molts nonstop. uh i don't why know why no one ever asks about me because <laughs> you, no you don't periscope because you don't periscope that's you why periscope. i have there is nothing interesting in this entire apartment that i could periscope <laughs> oh it's you i I'm, I'm the periscope star on periscope for me it's not my house but every time i i periscope they say they ask about molts and somebody says which apple watch are you gonna get because people are jerks <laughs> they also often say nice things about the rebound just so you know. okay thank god uh.
I wish they would say them to me <laughs> instead of to you guys. I have to hear about second. Oh, we love the rebound except for that Dan guy. Uh, nobody has said it except for the Dan guy. You can tell I'm, if you were. I'm said totally it. the Casey of this podcast. <laughs> if you were a big time Periscope star, then uh, you know you'd get more love. On the upside, I will not be found murdered in some sort of crime procedural. <laughs> Noted Periscope star John Bolton Lex Freeman were found dead in a murder suicide today. Oh man. Um, wow! Sorry, guys. Man, that, that but I will good. periscope the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> periscope is a that's lot when, of fun, and that's when you become a periscope star. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's right. it's it's slightly addictive. I find it's it's more fun than I thought it would be. I try to I try to demonstrate it to a couple of people. I was trying to show it to my parents the other night. I think it was when Moltz was asking his dog questions. <laughs> <laughs> it was I was a bad like, time look, to this try is the thing you can do. You can live stream John Moltz asking his dog questions. And my mother gave me a very skeptical <laughs> look, like, what Blank the hell look. is wrong with society? <laughs> <laughs> Please get a desk job, Dan. <laughs> Or any sort of job. So, something with, that, with a good health plan that includes counseling. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I'm saving it. I'm thinking maybe when I, I'm going on vacation next week. I think maybe I'll Look maybe I'll guy. periscope some stuff on vacation. <laughs> yeah, really. Look at I'm me. going to camp this week. Oh, that's Don't right. Do that. Tomorrow, going to camp, fifth grade camp. Do you have to get uh, signed <laughs> agreements from all the parents of the fifth graders before you can periscope? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask be. if John Moltz needed to get signed permission from his parents to go to camp. <laughs> yeah. There will not be any periscoping. Do you need to get signed permission from your son to go to camp with him? Like, well, Dad, you're going to be pretty no, embarrassing. No, he wanted, he, wanted, he wanted me to go. Oh, wow. He hasn't reached that age yeah. yet, huh? No. Like, like, I don't want to be seen with... Soon, yeah. Do. Soon, very soon. Uh, After camp. <laughs> I decided, After I thoroughly embarrass him at camp. I decided I feel bad for Meerkat, because I definitely Meerkatted once or twice, but now it's like it's like a wart on my phone. And if you if you had worked on it, not knowing oh. that at the same time people were building Periscope, and then Twitter acquires the one and not you, and then Twitter shuts off your Twitter access, yeah, um, it sucks because <laughs> it's it's a fine app. I mean, they're the same. There there are obviously differences, but they are the same, and there can only be one winner. Ask App dot net. Uh. So what do you do? What do you do in that situation? I guess uh, you just rewrite it. I think what they honestly what they have to do is build as many users as they can, right? They want they want to get big. They want a serious to the XM, right? They want to get so big that they, you have to be acquired, even though you're the smaller player. Well, yeah, you get you got bought by Facebook. I think is the answer. Why right? don't they hook into? Yes, exactly. Hook into a different social network. I mean, that's yeah. Because I don't know. Like that, yeah, are the Facebook that part's the easier crowd part. <laughs> really interested in this? I mean, I feel like this is a very Twitter-ish thing in terms of just the people that it will appeal to, because there are some differences in user base between Facebook and Twitter in terms of people, how they use the service and the, the people who are like, you know, Facebook's for your mom. And by your mom, I mean your mom, John, uh, <laughs> who is not, who is not actually on Facebook. No. Please continue. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like Facebook is, I feel like a much broader pool of people than Twitter is where Twitter tends to, I think, skew towards the techie folk. Right. So I just don't know if there's enough demand for it yet in Facebook. But again, if you're Facebook and you're willing to spend a billion dollars for Instagram, I don't see why you wouldn't spend, you know, 20 bucks for Meerkat, whatever. It, yeah. It's a really good so, point. So, so then they turn to app.net, right? <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. I, poor app. I know. Poor app.net. I, uh, I a moment of silence, please. <laughs> I could imagine Facebook doing it. Yeah, I, I'm not. I sure, don't why not? Particularly I mean, somebody else did it, right? Yeah. <laughs> You got to do it. Someone out there doing it. Everyone's doing it now. Everyone's so periscoping. Everyone's everyone's like showing little videos. You got to get in it. Ugh. So exhausting, isn't it? 
Yeah, keeping up <laughs> keeping up with your life as a social media Technology. maven is really tough these days. You got a Twitter, you got a Facebook, you got a Periscope, you got a Meerkat, you got a Vine. How about iCloud? What if it hooked into iCloud? Huh? Oh God, don't even get me. <laughs> a ping. Yeah, they, I miss ping. <laughs> no, you don't. You're so, referring to the so panda. No, I'm, so I'm, no miss, one ever. I miss being able to make fun of ping when it still existed. Like you can still make fun of ping, but it's just it's not sure. the same anymore. It's like kicking it when it's down. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Currently down. Era 500. Uh, I, I, iCloud, though, has been... I've been thinking a lot about iCloud this week as we're getting ramping up towards the iCloud photos launch thing. Uh, and I'm, I'm still very wary about trusting anything to iCloud. Because the other day I ran into a problem where people were sending me podcast files for a podcast I recorded this weekend. And several of them just never showed up. Ever. Oh, yeah. I saw you email. linked to a piece that yeah. you and I wrote for Macworld. I did. Because I was like, wait a second. Didn't we talk about this at one point? And I went, I was like, I still can't figure out because I got um, one of them then forwarded me the original email. Did it have the came, phrase barely legal in it, it or something? It did not have the phrase barely legal in it. Um, <laughs> but one of them forwarded me the original email. And I was like, no, I don't see what would have pinged on this. Because even like I could see it's where it's like if somebody just sent you an email with just like a, a hyperlink in it or something. Yeah, all right. Maybe you filter that kind of thing for spam. But, like, you know, at least one of these people was, like, on my VIP list. You know, they should be whitelisted. I've gotten lots of emails from them in the past. So I can't figure out why. And it's so frustrating that I couldn't even go to my junk mailbox on, like, three machines I have and sort of look and see, like, okay, that got flagged for spam. It just disappeared into the ether, which is scary because it's like, how many other emails have I not gotten? that i will never know about the thing that's really frustrating is that um if they're barely legal then they are actually legal (laughs) oh that was funny (laughs) but before before you say any other witty things john i was wondering if you could tell me about a great new movie i should go see i would love to tell you about a great new movie that you should go to see uh because a 24 am i reading that right a 24 you are (laughs) okay a 24 is presenting Ex Machina, a science fiction thriller directed by the writer of Sunshine, which is a movie that I have seen, which is very good, and 28 Days Later, which I have not seen, but I've heard is excellent. I've seen that one, and, and it is very good. Yeah. The, tele- the Telegraph calls Ex Machina bewitchingly smart science fiction, and the Daily Mirror declares it an instant classic, starring Oscar Isaac, Domhnall Gleeson, and Alicia... Vikander, Ex Machina opens in select New York and L.A. theaters on April 10th. So order your Apple Watch and then go see Ex Machina. More cities and theaters every week after that. And I have seen the trailer for this movie and it looks really good, actually. So um, I I will also point out to see point out for I know Lex won't care about this, but for Star Wars fans out there, both Oscar Isaac and Donald Gleason are in episode seven later this year. So there's some crossover there. And the uh, right. The tagline on the poster, the poster for Ex Machina looks pretty cool. The tagline says, there is nothing more human than the will to survive. So that's, that's what I say. Pretty much true. Yeah. Yeah. But it, uh, it involves an Android and, um, and an iPhone and some machinations. Uh, Ah, I see what you did there. And some Uh, ex-spouses. So they're (laughs) ex-machinations. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night. No, it looks really good. It does. And our thanks to A24 and Ex Machina for for advertising here right on The Rebound. Right. It was nice. And helping us buy Apple Watches. Yeah. They actually paid us in Apple Watches. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All the Apple Watches that are out right now, we now have. Uh, That's not true. There are many people out there apparently who have. I think I read today Pharrell has one, a gold one, has been spotted. Apple, his Apple, Apple really? get 50% off. 
I know, boy, did I do I regret turning down those jobs from Apple now. I, I uh, I'm going to ask Chris Breen to buy me one. <laughs> um, I was going to say, speaking of, as long as we're talking about movies, uh, I just read right before we went live here on Tuesday that HBO Now is now live. HBO Now now live. Oh. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> uh, the HBO streaming service is now live on the Apple TV. Uh, are either of you planning on signing up? Nope. Uh. You don't, yeah, you don't have to, right? Right. I, well, I have to if I think about the moral implications too hard. But when the, <laughs> when the powers That's that never be, stopped you before. When the powers that be at HBO have said so consistently, we know, and Netflix says the same thing, we know people are sharing accounts. We're fine with it. So they're still fine with it. I'm sharing an account with my in-laws. I'm fine with it. If my in-laws stopped getting HBO, I would buy HBO now in a heartbeat. And then I would share it with them. <laughs> Would you share it with us? You're screwed, HBO. No, I feel like you've got to. I think I feel like it's got to be a family line. I think once you go to share it now you're in stealing. a bus, really, <laughs> really. Uh, well, you guys are like families. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> so I, I, I feel <laughs> like <laughs> you're like families. Is that what you said? Yeah. Or like other people's families? Like, <laughs> yeah, you guys are akin yeah. to others' families. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Wait, exactly. We're exactly that. Uh, I, you know, I'm toying with it for the course of um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, you can do. I think you get like a month free too if you sign up. So like that'll take you, yeah, halfway through the season or something, quarter of the way right. through the season. How many? How many episodes is it? Thirteen. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like you pay like thirty bucks for the entire season of Game of Thrones. Plus, you get whatever else is on HBO. I guess so. That's that's not a right. bad deal. The problem I'm going to find, of course, is that my wife is going to get addicted to it, and then we're going to have to pay for it every month. <laughs> that's that's what they're hoping for. <laughs> that's right. You just sell something else that costs you fifteen dollars a month, like your dog. Because I mentioned it to her, and she, like, you know, like she got that look in her eyes. <laughs> her eyes lit up. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, I did a Sling TV trial, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. How'd that go? Um, not terribly. Uh, I uh, <laughs> resounding success. Wow. Yeah. So here's the deal. I I watch Better Call Saul, but I don't get AMC. And sometimes I buy the episodes from iTunes for two dollars. Sometimes, you know, they, they made the first couple episodes available for free online. And then I was like, you know, I don't love, I mean, it's worth $2 of entertainment, but I don't love paying $2 per episode because if it's going to end up being, you know, just about 30 bucks with tax for all these episodes, there's probably a more cost effective way to watch this show. So I was like, well, I could get the sling subscription. That's $15. And if there's X number of episodes left, it works out. You follow the logic. Um, <laughs> You can watch it's insane troll logic, Lex. You can watch <laughs> um, Better Call Saul and The Walking Dead. You can watch them uh, for three, like the past three episodes on demand, which is good. And which they don't advertise clearly enough, so I didn't know that until I started the free trial. Because one of my complaints was if I don't watch it in real time and they have a short window for how long you can watch it on demand, that's a problem. But three episodes is reasonable. It's at the, it's you know any if it were two episodes, not reasonable. Three episodes reasonable. That we're typically about three episodes behind on shows that we watch. Um, so that was good. There were two hiccups, um, while I was watching. Um, and one episode we watched live of the walking dead, the season finale of walking dead, we watched live on sling. And when it had a hiccup, there wasn't like a, a go back X seconds button because you were effectively watching real time. So we missed a line and could not know what it was. So that was annoying. I want to be able to go back, even if it has to buffer a little bit extra. Um, the other thing is, I don't know if you've seen these stories, but on occasion when sling is very popular, it doesn't work anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't watch basketball, but people who are trying to watch the final four couldn't because sling crashed during some of those basketball games. How would they know when to riot? <laughs> Twitter. I guess so. That's yeah. important. 
But like once they've <laughs> once they've screwed up your basketball experience, it's hard for you if you're a sports fan to say, "Well, I'll stick with this" because that's you know if you care, yeah, right. you care. Enjoy, enjoy a screwed up basketball experience just when you don't want it to be screwed up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you can watch next week's games. Well, it's like that. There was that. There was that ad during the Super Bowl where they pretended to be. I can't remember who it was for, oh, yeah. Comcast or somebody, where they pretended that the video, that the uh, thing was getting screwed up. Yes, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, and uh, the people that I was watching it with did not find that funny at all. <laughs> was there panic? It was. There was literal, literal panic. Wow. And, I was uh, trying to explain the whole idea of Sling TV to, again to my parents. I spent a lot of time explaining technology <laughs> that would to my parents. Be a great podcast. Dan explains technology to his parents. <laughs> I was It'd be a good, par- a good periscope. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, and the whole like, oh, it can't. We sort of verged into net neutrality. Like, why would Comcast, you know, let you stream these services if it competes with what they're offering? Well, net neutrality. They have to. Um, but I think it's. I, I don't think it's certainly compelling for them necessarily right now, although they do mention that they pay like a couple hundred bucks or something for their whole like bundle of phone, internet, TV, and so on. So I feel like, you know, there's a at least a a uh, a cost savings there that could be gotten. But I, I don't know. I mean, like, it seems to me that the one thing I worry about is that there's a whole... Uh, the, the risk that it turns into basically what we already have, right? Except just from a different source. Because Sling has these bundles, right? And you can add other things onto the bundles. Yep. Um, and so at a certain point, does this just become the TV bundling thing all over again? Uh, admittedly. So, Lex, I know you were talking before about DVR capabilities. Does this does Sling provide only live stuff? Or can you go back and watch sort of archived stuff? So, so as I referenced, as careful listeners who aren't in more know, you can watch like a couple <laughs> days of on demand for some shows, but it's on a network by network basis. I wasn't paying attention. So I, I know, <laughs> but some shows are like, sure, you can watch the past three episodes. Some say you can watch the past okay. seven episodes and some are like, nope, you cannot watch past episodes. And it's because it's like network by network. It sucks. Right. So that's, that's like the Hulu that's the Hulu problem with like exactly. some shows have a release window where you can watch stuff within a certain amount of time. I hope they don't have the awful stuff that Hulu has where it's like 30 days after air on actual television, you can stream this show, which is bullshit. Um, so <laughs> I, I think Penitent, yeah, bullshit. Um, and so I think that there's a uh, that's sort of the big thing is like then there's confusion about like, well, what is the advantage to this over just live TV that I can get anywhere that comes with often, you know, on demand libraries. And so it's, yeah, I, I like the idea of being able to have fewer channels because, you know, the prob- part of the problem with bundles is there's 700 channels and there's nothing on uh, and you're paying for the privileges, all that. But we're talking about something now that costs, you know, a fraction of the bundle that you get with your television service for a fraction of the cost yep. without adding substantial sort of additional incentive, right? I think that's where it comes to me is like, well, if you're going to embrace the whole all the benefits of streaming stuff online embrace it all of it right you know embrace all the the features that brings you that you can't get in traditional television and they're not doing that and you know one challenge that the cable companies have at their to their advantage is if it only makes sense if you're going to cancel other television packaging right if you have television programming from your cable company then doing any of these things doesn't make sense but when you go to cancel Everywhere in the United States, they're like, well, sure, you can cancel. Uh, your price is the same now for just internet because you don't have internet and TV for right, us. Right. And it sucks. Like, I uh, I still have more channels than I need because it's cheaper to get more channels 
uh, and keep it bundled with the internet than to eliminate those channels and pay more for the internet. Um, right. and I hate my cable company, Cablevision, very much. Yep. Um, I hate all cable companies probably, but yeah. you're, you're stuck. And so I don't qualify for Fios here. Fios, you know, they're in the adjoining neighborhoods, but not mine. Um, That's like what my parents they're, they're three blocks away. But if you call Cablevision, you can't tell them you're going to switch to Fios because they, they look it up and they see you can. So I could, in theory, tell them I want to switch to DirecTV unless they lower me. But I just hate DirecTV so much, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is the question. If Apple does come out with some sort of cord-cutting service, I wonder if it will be significantly different or more attractive than what Sling is doing right now. Uh, I hope so, because I feel like Apple, you know, at least has it in their uh, purportedly in their DNA that they love to surprise and delight their customers. My feeling but, is a buck twenty nine per month per channel. That's my guess. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, you know what doesn't sound terrible, though, if I can interrupt you for just a moment? Just one moment, though. Napkin, Napkin 1.5 from our friends at uh, Aged and Distilled. You know those guys. I do. I um, love those guys. Literally. Napkin, I actually do know those, yeah. love those guys. Yeah. Napkin 1.5 is out. It's free. So we don't need to worry about people who already have Napkin. It's not like you're, they're going to make any more money off you upgrading, you jerks. But what we want to do is get <laughs> new people to sign up. Okay, that's the goal of this ad right now. <laughs> um, do you guys use Napkin? You should all say yes. I do. Yes. Um, so it's uh, they want us to speak from from our personal experience. So I use it on occasion to take screenshots, especially for people at work. Like, hey, there's a bug on this page of this thing, or can you tweak this feature of the app, whatever? And then I do these. I love the callouts uh, where you can draw these little circles around different sections of whatever the images that you're working on. This this version. right here is yes. where you fucked up. Exactly. <laughs> Being able to call out specific fuck ups is my favorite Napkin feature um it's very easy to use it's one of those things where it works exactly the way that any apple app would work so you feel good using it because you know hey this is if i double click this can i zoom ah yes i can it's just every single thing in it is like that and i love apps like that i don't know if you know what i mean do you know what i mean i know i do because i because i use napkin there you go well version 1.5 which is just out has um very highly requested features including crop and pixelate and blur for redaction so now if there's info you don't want to have in there you can uh, it's actually very fun you can do the um the kind of uh, blurring to censor things that you wouldn't want other people to see i enjoy it immensely um and uh it looks much nicer on yosemite now it's been overhauled for yosemite and it has a couple of features that similar apps don't have Multiple images on one canvas, the callouts that we already talked about, and the delightfully named file pip uh, for easy drag-drop export. So when you're ready to share it, you don't have to save or do anything. You just hit this little uh, ping doohickey in the upper right corner. You drag it wherever you want to go, whether it's iMessage or Slack or anything else, and boom, it just copies the image right there for you. It's wonderful. It really is. I I will say that I I noted, I wrote this up on Six Colors uh, a week or so ago when it came out and noted that a day before the update came out, I had been trying to do something in the earlier version of Napkin. I was trying to do like a, a rectangular box around something, sort of a call out, but just like highlighting it. Yeah. And I realized I couldn't do a box that didn't ha- like that did not have a fill. Like it was an all only only filled boxes where example, I was like, oh man, why can't I just do an outline? And then the next day, Napkin 1.5 came out with the ability to do outlines instead of fills. <laughs> I'm like, where were you 24 hours ago? But it was <laughs> a great jokes. moment of, a great moment of serendipity where it's like, oh, I really could use this feature. Now this feature exists. So thanks, guys. If only guys. you knew the guys who worked there. If, yeah. only, if only I could have told them, <laughs> hey, guys, you got a new update coming out tomorrow? Add this thing. And um, uh, if you want to learn more, you can go to, it's, it's kind of like the word napkin, but without the I. It's 
nap.kn. So go to nap.kn to learn more. Uh, it's available in the Mac App Store. So if you go there and search for Napkin, you'll find it. I think that's the only place to get it, right? Is that right? Yeah. They don't sell it direct. So you go to yeah. nap.kn or you go to the Mac App Store, search for Napkin. Um, in the show notes, we'll also put a link to their uh, marketing video, which is great. The only downside is I don't do the voiceover, but it's awesome. Uh, Chris and Guy are great people, the the folks behind the scenes there. And uh, you should check it out. If you don't have Napkin, you're missing out. It's fun to use. It's easy to use. And uh, you can show people all the places where they fucked up. So why not? Right. I'm you so might be able to do hate- other things too. I don't know. Why do you hate yourself? That's that's what we're asking. <laughs> if you're not using napkin, why do you hate yourself? It's a pretty good question. Why are you, and why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> that, that that is an advertising campaign doomed to success. <laughs> yeah, I why said, are you I said, napkin? Why are you, why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, what else is uh, going on this week? Anything good? Nah. I turned stuff. on two-factor authentication on my Slack account. Good on just your one, your one Slack account, right? I turned it no, on on, no, like on, on two of mine. Yeah. Uh, are either of you guys felons? <laughs> I'm not. I, a felon. I, I would not be allowed on this podcast or, if I were. Yeah, right, because we have a policy on this podcast of not uh, not allowing felons or uh, people who are accused of a felony. I, uh, I'm, I'm not, uh, I, you're so, referring to the, uh, the Apple controversy, right? Where construction yes. workers or something can't work on the new campus yep. if they have felony right. records. Yeah. And apparently it's been clarified. So the Pando Daily came out with a thing that said they're not letting felons or people who have been accused of a felony, uh, work at these construction sites. And, you know, oh my gosh, that's terrible because that's like 30% of the population which is not correct because when they said 30% of the population, they were talking about people who have been (laughs) convicted of or accused of committing crimes and uh, felonies are serious crimes, not just any crime. Yeah. So uh, it's not quite as bad as that. Um, It still does. I mean, so, and so since then it's come out that it's actually that if you've been convicted, it's within seven years. So if it was longer than seven years ago, it's okay. And if you've been accused, they're apparently handling it on a case by case basis. So, you know, it's not quite as I, I, I don't think originally it was made damning. out to me. Yeah, I don't think it was terribly damning in the first place. But I, I guess I understand also why people are concerned about it. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like this yeah. is a big stink over nothing. And I was interested, as right. Gruber pointed out on Daring Fireball, to know what the policy is in other similar companies. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also it was it was it was made to be a hypocrisy because Tim Cook was, you know, talking about the Indiana law about, you know, letting people discriminate against gays. How can he come out and say this when they're discriminating against people who have committed crimes? Like, to me, it's it's a stupid story. Maybe because I'm a jerk, but I can't imagine it's Apple's call, right? I mean, yes, Apple could force its construction contractors to do it at once, but Apple is not building the campus, right? Apple is paying people bajillions of dollars to build the campus, and it's got to be the architecture firm's policy with its, its you know, subcontractors that it hires to actually do the work, no? I, I would assume so. I don't, I mean, it doesn't seem <laughs> like it necessarily so comes well, out but... on high from Apple, but who knows? Right. You know they hate felons. Yeah. You know they've always had it out of... <laughs> Actually, I was more interested, speaking of, of sort of Apple policy uh, decisions, I was more interested, because I'm a terrible person and don't apparently care about the plate of felons, 
uh, in the <laughs> supposedly leaked memo from Angela Arendt telling people, like trying to encourage people to uh, not line up for stuff. I don't know if you saw this, but like rather no, than... I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so there was a supposedly... I'm going to now have to look up the story to get the full details, but basically they want to... Apple wants to encourage people not to like sleep at the stores overnight and line up for things, but rather to buy things online because it will be easier to get them. <laughs> um, so I guess it was a, a memo from Angela Arendt to the retail staff, you know, telling them to encourage the people who are lining up <laughs> to buy things online instead of sleeping in the stores. So let's not give any food to the people in line anymore. <laughs> Send them home and tell them to behave like normal humans. <laughs> stop, stop being animals. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, and so I think it's a point of like, look, how, hey, guys, it's way easier. You can sit at home and then stuff yeah. will show up. You'll get tracking numbers. You don't have yeah. to sleep uncomfortably in a tent or whatever. I don't think Which this is will work, but I think it's what a the good rest point. of us, the rest of us figured out five years ago. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. How many but, times- I mean, the whole thing is kind of turned, right? I mean, because originally it was like a big deal. Oh, you go stand in line, you get your thing. And and then they started making, you know, delivery. You could get delivery of the thing the same day as right, exactly uh, as uh, you could have if you picked it up at the store. So why why the heck would you stand in line anyway? And then it became a thing like, oh, now the, all the people who are standing in line are basically people who are just buying them and reselling them. But, they're not. Yeah, they're not people. Oh, you know, a, mo- a large number of them are either they're either promoting themselves so they get there in the you know try and get the be the first person in line and say, well, we're making an app and blah, blah, blah. and then the the rest of them are all like turning around and un- yeah. unloading them for money. Yeah, mostly going to China, right? Interesting. Yeah, gray market stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I, but I, I I sent you guys the screenshot of the memo itself. This is a significant change in mindset. <laughs> Tell your customers we have more availability online and show them how easy it is to order. You'll make their day. I don't know if that last part is true. <laughs> I think that might be some some optimism. The people who are in line are not in line because they couldn't figure out how to order things online. Probably. Probably. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I mean, how many times did you guys wait in line for an Apple product? Would you say? Damn. I stopped. Well, I stopped at the. F- at the four i think that's because i stood in line i stood in line for like six hours did you get it and i did not get it because i had to go to work i uh, i have never stood in line for an apple product that was and then it took and then it took a month after that to get my four yeah i think the other the other side of this is that their product ramp is so much better than it used to be right like they can deliver in quantity now without worrying too much that it's like oh we have limited supplies they're gonna run out you better get in line um and i don't think it looks I think this is a smart move on their part because although it's not there, there's always a certain amount of publicity that they get for free for people lining up. Right. You know, people like news Macworld, We always used to send people out to like talk to the people in line be like, why are you crazy? And standing in line. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I think that they did get a certain amount of free publicity from that. It wasn't necessarily bad publicity, but I think they also realized that it's just, it's frustrating and annoying and it does convey an image of like our customers are people who have nothing better to do and are like so, you know, self-sufficient or, you know, wealthy or whatever that they can afford to stand in line for four hours and miss work and et cetera. So I, I think that there is a, this is a really smart move on their part. And, you know, as someone who has ordered most of his recent Apple products online rather than waiting, yeah, uh, I think that you know, I if, support this. If they really want to do it, and my guess is that they could even go this route eventually. The solution is you do the online pre-orders and online fulfillment a day or two before the thing comes to the stores. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the answer. That seems brutal. That seems really brutal. 
Why? I don't know why. Maybe, yeah, I, but it just feels like. No, I mean, I think. It, but you're right. I think that would be the way to do it if you really, if you were serious about it. Um, but I don't. Eh, I don't know that they can. <laughs> they can do anything. This, They're Apple. They could. I suppose they could do it. But well, okay. Let me ask you this. That seems this like is... that would piss people off for some reason. Yeah, Similarly related. So we have we have the, if the watch is going up for pre order on Friday, uh, and the and it's available or it's it's sorry it's on display in the stores starting Friday. Right. There's two weeks in between that and it actually shipping. <sighs> the longest two weeks of my life. In that two weeks, <laughs> do you plan to visit the store and just sort of like see if that watch that you ordered is the watch that you want? I'm curious. Only if I happen to be by the mall. Like I'm not yeah. going to make a trip. But if I'm in the mall, I'll go and check it out. And if the display is crowded, I'll probably just walk out again. <laughs> but you're not worried that the, the watch you, you... You know what. I know you You know the watch you have to get. But what about you, John? Well, I've changed my mind a little bit so i've decided to go with a 42 instead of the 38 but I, I don't think i just don't think that i'm i don't think it's that big a deal i don't think either one of them is going to be so much like oh my god i completely got the wrong watch um so i kind of agree that i you know like if i happen to be there the only thing that i might do is because i i also want to try the force touch trackpad and i haven't had a chance to do that oh, I so actually, I, I you know if i, if I could that. do both of you know go and do both of those i might i might do that plus i need some shirts yeah at the Apple store. You should get some of those yeah, ones with the Apple logo right. on it. Those new Apple yeah, shirts. Yeah, those new uh, uh, Lex, right. you were, uh, I think you told us the other day that you ended up getting a new computer. It, is, is it arrived yet? Or uh, we'll have to talk about it next week because no, it has not arrived. But I will, before ever having used one, I will own one of these Force Touch trackpads. Has anybody on this podcast used a Force Touch trackpad? I have. I oh went to an Apple store last week. I happened to be by What are the mall. odds? I needed some pants. <laughs> Do they sell those at the Apple store? <laughs> nope they were very surly with me uh because i walked in with no pants on and it's very sir take the imac <laughs> off uh i did use the force click force touch trackpad. it's odd um, oh, it's odd a lot of people yeah. say that it's mind-blowing like they can't believe it it feels just like they're clicking but you say it's it odd. Does, i think it's because the fact that you click and it does feel reasonably similar and then you click and then it's like there's more click to be had like the fact that you can just sort of keep clicking it does kind of boggle the mind a little bit. And I tried it a little bit. There's not obviously a lot of stuff that uses the force click right now. Um, you can use it for like dictionary looks up, lookups. And I think in the QuickTime player app, you can like speed things up. Yeah. I found it a little unintuitive in the QuickTime player app. I couldn't quite figure out what I was supposed to be doing. And also Guess I how you know, fun the watch is going to be. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, just in terms of what to do, yeah. like, cause you have to click in a specific place and do the force click thing. Right. And that's weird. Um, and so, cause like lining it up and then doing like click, click, you know, is a little strange, but you know, in terms of the dictionary lookup stuff, I don't know. I used to do the three on my current Mac. I have the three finger tap to look stuff up. So it's not that dissimilar from that. Um, but it's, it's weird. It doesn't, I would say it does not feel exactly like a clicking trackpad, but it's close enough that I don't think that, that it will cause massive, you know, sort of dissonance, cognitive dissonance for anybody. <laughs> So it's it's interesting, but I think it's it's kind of weird. It, it is true that if the most interesting thing about it is how non-interesting it feels. <laughs> like okay, all right, huh. I spent like five minutes with it, and it's like all right, it's a, it's a trackpad. The clicks we've had that for years. Well, wait, were you on. using the gold? Were you using the gold one? The gold one is not in there. There's it's not the they don't have the new MacBooks. I was just using the new MacBook Pro that has it built in. Oh, okay. Because okay. the new ones aren't oh, on they, display. Oh, yet. oh, I assumed. I assumed the new Mac. Okay, no, okay, they don't go on. They go on sale on Friday as well. Right. So. I know. I yeah. I, I realized that, but I didn't. I thought that they were in stores beforehand, and that's how people were trying it. But uh, I forgot about that. That it was in the new Mac, the MacBook Pro as well. 
There you go. Yeah, so yep. another reason to visit the store. That's what I got. I, I did not order the new MacBook. I'm not I'm not a no. <laughs> oh, so you got a Mac oh you got a MacBook Pro. I got okay. my first MacBook Pro with Retina display. Has not arrived. Okay. Um, but that's what I got. And but no, there was there was I, I would say I spent fewer than thirty seconds contemplating that I want to get the new MacBook instead. No was the answer. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out. Well. I love me some ports. Yeah. Honestly, even if it just had a power port and a separate port, I would be into it. But with just I the showed it to my wife and she was like, I mean, I want more ports, not fewer ports. Not for everyone. I think in five years we'll all be using those. Begrudgingly. I probably I will, I'm sure. Notice I still don't have one of your giant iPhones, of which there is so much debate about. <laughs> yes, there recently. is. Yeah, a lot of thought pieces on that, huh? Yeah, people are thinking <laughs> about their big iPhones. <laughs> There's a lot to think about. Yeah. There's a lot to think about. I uh and so Maltz, I don't know where you land anymore. Because I know at one point you were like, well, if I could get an iPhone 6 esque internals and an iPhone we 5 th- at device. one point, that was last week. I know, but then yeah. like during the week, I feel like on the internet you've been a little bit you're not you're not convinced on the Twitter. I just I need to see where it lands because there's too there's too many things up in the air. You know, I mean like the colors concern me. The the plastic itself does not concern me, but the colors kind of concern me. And, and then the internals, you know, if it's just, if it's just iPhone, you know, this past year's iPhone six internals, which is probably what it would be. Then I need to see what the difference is. We know what the, the new six S is or whatever the heck it is before I can really decide if I want to go back to a smaller screen. I will. Cause say. if I'm giving, if I'm giving up too much, I don't, I may not want to do it. I will be surprised. If they actually call it an iPhone 6S and an iPhone 6S Plus, because 6S Plus is a mouthful. So I think there's, that is a, there's only going to be yeah. one S. Yeah, you're well, right. There was, that, the, there was also the, the 3GS. Yeah, I was going to say the 3GS. Exactly. They'd never do that. Yeah. I didn't think they would call it the iPhone 6 Plus, frankly, and I was proved wrong on that. I would not put it past them. To, you, you wouldn't put it past them to make them both be S's? Yeah, I would not. Uh, you think they're going to go to 7 or what? No. No, right. I think it would What's be your the, solution then? The new iPhone 6 Plus. I think. <laughs> oh my God. That, that's even worse. <laughs> the, the new iPhone 6S Plus. <laughs> With retina display. With retina display. <laughs> no, I think that it wouldn't be called the Plus anymore. I think if they update the internals on the 6 Plus, because I don't think they're going to replace it, right? I think they're going to like beef it up even more, and it's going to be like the iPhone 6 Supreme, the iPhone 6 Mondo. No, they'll call it Big iPhone 6. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Oh, I get it now. I saw that movie. I still haven't seen that movie. It's what the movie. hell is wrong with you, John? That movie's right up your, your alley. I know. I know. This podcast is over. It's going to happen. <laughs> I don't believe you. Why would you lie to me? I'm hurt um, inside. So many reasons. So many reasons. I'm going to periscope. You. John Moltz has hurt me. This is what it looks like. <laughs> Just Dan crying. I'm staring at my phone in case you're serious right now, but I don't think you are. <laughs> He's not serious. He doesn't have like guts to periscope. I, I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick a good one for my premier periscope. It's going to be. You're gonna have to tune in. You're putting out. way too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, oh, I be, didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't pick a good one. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Is all I'm gonna say. You're gonna want to tune in. Honestly, my my first Periscope of any import was "Ask Me Anything" about John Gruber. That was definitely right. the most popular one. Yes, it's all been downhill since then. Yeah. When I did my first Periscope, people said you're no Lex Friedman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm periscoping right now. 
Oh, oh God. I started it. I couldn't that's, help I've it. got notifications turned off because I'm talking to you jerks. Well. That's pretty smart. I am periscoping, though, while we okay. record this very podcast. I will say. Untitled the, periscope. Yeah, that's me. But look at this guy. And we're looking at that guy is actually what the comment says. Uh, Amy Jane Gruber addicted to periscope. She has been in every single periscope I've been in. <laughs> Dan Ward is there. He says, fuck you, Friedman. Molt says butts. Well, thank you all. <laughs> and whoever said, hello, handsome, you're my best friend. <laughs> Hi, Kim. Oh, am I? Do I have the audio on? You do. <laughs> Hi, Lex. You know, everyone can hear. That's great. That's good you. out of that. <laughs> um, well, folks, this has been real. This is really just a live demo for the rebound for the audience watching this podcast at home to see how <laughs> we periscope. <laughs> Goodbye. This is called leveraging your brand. That's, that's all I do. I'm a brand leverager. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've seen it in action. 40 people watch me do that. So I'm a huge internet star is what I'm saying. Beep yeah. boop. <laughs> um, okay, so I didn't realize that this was a desire that you had, A, to run, and B, to do it on phone. I don't think it's a desire to run. I think you, see, you feel yeah, the well, moral obligation. It's a desire not to not to die. So death is what I'm running from. <laughs> <laughs>